Welcome to the Emotional Intelligence Podcast hosted by Nadia Alfertassi, founder of Thrive with EQ. Join us as we explore the world of emotional intelligence and learn how to build stronger, more resilient workplaces through higher levels of emotional intelligence. With two decades of experience in the world's largest security organization, Nadia brings a unique perspective and invaluable insights to the table. Her mission is to help businesses break down silos, build bridges, and create a culture of emotional intelligence that fosters well-being of employees, builds strong leadership, and ultimately drives business success. By learning how to manage emotions, communicate effectively, and foster a positive work environment, you can improve productivity, reduce turnover, and build a team that's happy, healthy, and motivated. So whether you're looking to enhance your own emotional intelligence or create a culture of emotional intelligence within your organization, you're in the right place. Get ready to thrive with EQ. Welcome to the second episode of the EQ Elevator podcast. Today we are going to discuss the first challenge that was submitted by unanimously, anonymously, not unanimously, I always mix up those words, by a chief information security officer who works in the telecommunication industry. So let's call him Brad. Brad is a CISO and he is dealing with quite some stress. His specific challenge related to the stress is the struggle he faces in getting enough resources and making information security, data security, a social responsibility within the company, which is a challenge many CISOs face in various industries. There are many uh, factors leading to stress, the way we eat, the way we live, and our sleeping cycle. I am not a nutritional expert. I'm not a sleep expert. I'm an emotional expert. So I'm going to focus on the cognitive behavioral sequence that causes also quite some mental stress if we don't address it. Now, what is a cognitive behavioral sequence? It's basically a very sophisticated word to explain that our thoughts create emotions. Our brain interprets them as sensations or bias emotions that we learn to give meaning in our formative years during our past experience. And they have a certain emotion to them. Now, let me explain this in your context, Brad, and for anyone who's listening who can resonate with Brad's challenge. There are a lot of fears surrounding the CISO position in today's age when dealing with these digitalization challenges, especially when it comes to the telecommunication industry, data, information from customers is an extremely attractive target for cyber criminals for fraud and creates an entry point for subsequent ransomware attack. The U.S. attacks are very common in the telecommunication industry. Insider threat as well, both managing disgruntled employees, supply chain risk, especially if you have outsourced a portion of your security. So all these things create a certain fear. And if we don't acknowledge the fear and label the fear so we can make them known, 
the invisible stress will add to our, here's the problem. Imagine you have a glass of water and you're holding the water. Let me hold this bottle. I don't know if you can see it. If I hold it for five seconds, I'm okay. Five minutes, I still may be okay. One hour, five hours, one day, one week, three weeks, probably my arm will be paralyzed if I'm a normal human being. So this is the impact of stress. Acute stress, short-term stress is good for performance. It's good to get us into action. It can be helpful. Long-term stress is what causes the, the other side effects and also creates mental ambiguity instead of mental clarity. So first thing, when we use the EQ elevator approach, Brad and anyone who can resonate, is to start with the first fear and use the emotional intelligence tool self-regard. And this may be an uncomfortable process because it requires you to shift from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. We, there's a lot of articles and resources that describe what a fixed mindset is, it tend to be resistant to change. And a growth mindset tends to be not yet what else is possible to really grow outside of our comfort zone. But that process is quite uncomfortable depending on your levels of familiarity within the challenge. So if you've been used to have a self-view or self-image of someone who is quite technological, someone who is quite focused on managing the technical risk, and perhaps not so much in terms of leadership in how do you influence others, how do you manage stakeholders, how do you manage the ambiguity of the cyber threat landscape that spans across the governance aspect, but also the operational aspect and the tactical aspect. So the CISO of today is required to be many things to many people and is often held personal responsible, so has personal liability if S hits the fan. So let's say ships, I replace the S word with ships, which is a more classy version. So you have to become brutally honest with yourself or brutally frank to understand what is your self-image in terms of your function. Do you see yourself capable or even willing to manage all these people aspect of cybersecurity risk when it comes to managing insider threat. It's a big fear of CISOs and it's, it's also a challenge for many industries. Managing supply chain. A lot of industries, a lot of companies don't have a full view of their asset inventory and don't have a grasp or don't how do you say it in correct English? Don't necessarily control the suppliers, the, the third party. There is a huge risk. So even if you have a risk register, even if you put everything very neatly in your risk register, it still causes quite some invisible stress because that things can go wrong pretty quickly, pretty fast, and there is little control you have especially if you rely on other parties within the organization. And this requires a different self-image that is not 
necessarily linked with your functions, but in terms with the ability as a professional digital leader or professional, if you want to call yourself that way. But it's really think of it, what are the abilities that I need to perform or demonstrate in my current position, which requires a combination of technical leadership, of personal leadership, but also of people leadership. And that comes with discomfort if we are not aware of all these subtleties and if we feel overwhelmed by it as well. So start with writing down on a piece of paper, two columns. One column is what is familiar to you, what you think in your mind so should be and what actually the organization or Brad did not specify whether he reports to the chief information officer or directly to the chief executive officer, which creates another layer of stress because often when we report to the chief information officer, there is this push and pull effect. Chief information security officer is concerned with data security, risk averse versus chief information officer is also concerned with technological innovation and advancements, which is risk tolerant. And these two can actually clash together if not managed. And that's where the CEO comes in. So I'm not here debating whether you should report to the CEO or the CIO, but you should be aware of these dichotomies because these create internal conflict, which is also referred to as cognitive dissonance, when we have two or more opposing beliefs, creates negative emotions, which adds to the stress. And again, the more you do this in a very relaxed, chilled way, so don't do this when you are fighting fires or when you feel stress, when you are reflecting, because then you can bring it to the surface, what beliefs you have that are creating opposition within you, because that adds to the stress. The other important floor to look at this challenge is the second floor, which is the other person's perspective. Now, depending on which stakeholder, internal stakeholder in this case, gives you the most invisible or visible stress, applying the EQ tool of empathy. Empathy is often used as a buzzword, but it's actually a skill set that you can practice because especially when we are working in a highly analytical capacity in a technological environment, it is difficult to be empathic at the same time, depending on the function your brain is focusing on. For example, let me take myself as an example. When I am designing scenarios, training scenarios, I'm in my analytical part of the brain. When my 10-year-old son comes and he needs attention, or when the bunny comes and the fluffy animal, Farrell, the bunny owner, needs attention, I can be very unempathic because I'm focused on critical thinking, logical reasoning, and not in my emotive part of the brain. So you just become aware and you prepare yourself, actually, to really take the time to put yourself in someone else's position. Now, when you're dealing with the board of directors, again, Brad, in this case, did not specify whether he has access directly to the board of directors or not, which can complicate or add to the layers of the stress. But it's really important to develop a stakeholder engagement plan in order to communicate the 
business risk in their map of the world in a way that will resonate just by providing a situational awareness update, a quarterly update on the cyber risk. The board often, in that case, even if it acknowledges it's a huge risk, it has many other things on their plate and looks at it from a very different heart, from a very different perspective is what I mean. So this is the stakeholder engagement action plan can help you go into more depth in understanding how to communicate outside in. And I will link in the description box below an article I just published that can give you a starting point. Now, when it comes to your colleagues or to employees, often I, when I do these trainings, I explain through scenarios, through role play, that in order to achieve buy-in, you need to be able to communicate the cyber risk in their map of the world. Often it's not that people want, you know, the, the big question, the million dollar question is, what do people do when they're left alone with the security of their own devices? And for you as a chief information security officer, Brad, security is exciting. Security is important because you understand the impact when it's not upheld then as ships hits the fan. How can you use examples? How can you communicate in a way that will resonate the impact in their map of the world? How, you, how can you see them as partners? How can you, uh, when you make these uh, uh, lists of familiar behaviors and unfamiliar behaviors, one other um, technique you can use is make the same list in uh, list all your major high risk the fears that you are afraid of that are not included in the incident response plan that are not necessarily uh, you don't have buy-in for or that can materialize in uh, data disruption customer data leaked on the internet which happens on a regular basis but again playing on the fear alone won't work because the headlines are filled with fear and yet Managing cybersecurity risk remains an issue. So it's really looking at it from a behavioral science perspective or behavioral practical perspective on how can you change mindsets, change behaviors from people's map of the world. Marketing is concerned with putting out information to get people to buy, right? To identify with their brand. So if they see security as limiting to that, you're going to limiting their innovation, limiting their creativity. You're going to struggle. Sales department is concerned with hitting quotas as fast as possible, as many as possible often. How many subscriptions, data subscriptions can we sell to how many clients? They're not necessarily concerned with the security aspect of it and also educating customers. And it's it adds to your stress because you are aware of all of this, but you don't, the mind doesn't like gaps. So perhaps you don't have, how do I deal with it? And it's breaking it in manageable steps by writing it down first and then focusing one step at a time. So you decrease the mental pressure and you liberate yourself mentally as well from all the stress of the things you cannot control yet. Once you know that these are there, and once your brain has processed that you are doing everything in your power, tackle it. But there are things that are 
not in your circle of influence, I like to call it. So have this, the technique I said, you can use two columns or you can use two circles. What is in your circle of concern? Write it all down. So your brain is not a container, but a processor. And then write what you can control and take it from there. And always have these coffee meetings, build relationships to come from a place of understanding. Active listening is asking questions from a place of curiosity instead of judgment. That's how you get more information. And you may think, or you may say, Nadia, are you living in the real world? I don't have time to have coffees. I need to protect our critical infrastructure from cyber breaches. That is reactive work. And you need to plan an amount, a percentage of reactive work. As a chief information security officer, you're also now in a leadership position. So you also need to do reflective work and you need to build relationships because from a person who has been deployed in actual high pressure environment out in where bombs used to explode very close to our camp, what saved us most of the time was relationships, strong relationships with internal stakeholders and external stakeholders. 40 countries, civil military, scientists, industries, local government's authority, international NGOs, many opposing agendas. But in the field, we were often united because of the sense of urgency, but also because of the trust we had built. So don't underestimate the power of relationship. The last thing I will say when using the EQ elevator for this, for reducing your challenge, is to look at it from a neutral, so the third floor, the neutral objective perspective. Often we see the world as we are. It's influenced and shaped by our mood, what we know to be true, what is familiar to us. And especially if we are under stress or when we face chronic stress and that invisible internal pressure, it shapes, it clouds our judgment, whether we like to admit it or not. This is why this is an anonymous uh, psychological safe space. So it's not to make anyone feel wrong. We are all human beings. I am the first one to say that my judgment is also clouded when I have a bad night of sleep or when my son is pressing the wrong buttons over and over again. But we are, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of it. And this is why I often, when I face challenges, I look at and I help my customers do the same. My clients look at it from an observer's perspective. So there is no bias neither from your own perspective or from the other person's perspective brings a lot of clarity brings a lot of perspectives and information you may not have thought of and gives you new ideas to perhaps handle the challenge in a different way so you can also go further and in my newsletter this evening i will share the guide that goes through each of the floors and give you, gives you some takeaways and some prompts, reflection prompts to, to look at, to reduce the stress if you can resonate with Brad. But the most important takeaway of this episode in reducing the stress from, a, from the invisible stress, from a mental perspective, is to make the unknown known. Uncover the root cause, not only the symptoms. Take off the Band-Aid. Feel the fear, but understand your fear and do it by yourself or, or with someone you trust. But uncovering your fears will free up so much energy that is wasted or that is 
goes into the invisible stress. I hope, Brad, that this will help you in reducing your stress that you face. And it's not, we all focus on the vanity of being a chief information security officer. It's actually quite a tough spot to be in with a lot of visible stressors and even more invisible stressors. And unless we know we talk about this and we support it from a mental health perspective, from a human perspective, no matter whether someone is, likes emotional intelligence or not, it's more about how can we help people do their work and protect your organization in this case to the best of their ability and not leave them alone in it. Every single employee, every single leader in your organization has a responsibility, has a social responsibility, not only to protect customer data, but also to create a environment where we build a safe and secure online working world, right? Where we can communicate without wondering, without wondering, excuse me, my English still, I always like to joke about this. Without wondering whether we are going to face a data breach or our data is out there on the dark web, etc., it It is going to happen. That is inevitable. But we can reduce the risk if we join forces and stop seeing information security, data security, cybersecurity, something that is ambiguous, something that's scary, but more of a way of life. There are many more scary things that go on in the world, grabs people's attentions like the Kardashians or now I'm going to get heat for this, or TikTok, then paying attention to the way we live and show up online. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to episode three on Thursday, where I'm going to discuss a challenge of a female C-suite executive who faces microaggression. And I'm going to use the emotional intelligence EQ Elevator framework to help her and anyone who resonates, how do you navigate this? Thank you very much and see you, or not see you Thursday, but connect with you on Thursday. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the EQ Emotional Intelligence Elevator Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained valuable insights into the world of emotional intelligence. To learn more about Thrive VTQ and Nadia's mission to build stronger, more resilient workplaces, through higher levels of emotional intelligence, visit our website at thrivewithEQ.com. You'll find a plethora of EQ leadership resources, tools, and services to help you and your organization thrive. Thank you again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends and colleagues. As always, keep thriving with EQ.